Okay, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Untitled Podcast. Today we have a fan favorite. Rosley, introduce yourself. Hi, it's me. I'm back. I'm I was so invited excited. again. <laughs> yes. Everybody loved your episode, so you're back. And today we're talking about puberty and the obsession with the glow up. Touchy subject for both of us. Exciting stuff. Yes. Lots of teenage angst ending up on the internet today. I have a lot of <laughs> pent up stuff from puberty when I was like 13. So this is going to be fun. We'll air it out. Unfortunately, and it'll follow me for the rest of my life. So that's great. Okay. So I wanted to start so that we're on the same page by defining puberty. And yes. according to the National Health Service UK, because for whatever reason, there was no definition from a US like governmental source because the government sucks. But <laughs> <laughs> NHS UK defines puberty as when a child's body begins to develop and change as they become an adult. And for a girl, this means like boobs in your periods. And for boys, it means a deeper voice and facial hair. Yes. I agree. And the average age, I, I agree too. Like that's pretty, mm-hmm. I mean, unless you're just a late bloomer. So I don't have to tell you about that. But average age for girls to begin puberty is 11. And for boys, it's 12. I don't remember what age I started puberty. I started at 10. Well, you're above average in something, so that's good. <laughs> that's so- <laughs> I'm so sorry. Okay. I don't, I think I might've been like 11 actually, like around 11. I remember it was like January. Oh, we're talking about the period part of puberty. Yeah. That's what we're Isn't talking about when you like start um like to me that's when I started puberty in general I I I was either 10 or 11 I don't remember I do remember it was take your child to work day though that is very rare (laughs) I very I remember that day so clearly because I was traumatized it was raining that's depressing I don't need to mention the other details I was like yeah no I think we get the point it's yeah so (laughs) yeah so I want to focus on this like the physical aspect of puberty like noted by NHS, like they, for girls, they mentioned that um, a common part of puberty is that your hips will grow rounder and your waist will get narrower and you will have a growth spurt. I think I had that in my head when I was like 12, 13, and I took it really literally. So I like was none like, of those three the inches happen. are not disappearing off the waist. The hips aren't growing. What's going on? Like, am I defective? Yeah. It's a natural BBL that we were expecting. Exactly. I thought that that was just, I thought that's what happened to everybody. <laughs> and I saw it happen to other people. And I was like, okay, when is my turn? Like it skipped right over me. So yeah. that's unfortunate. We Fun had though. to earn it through hard work and exercise. And a fat bag that I don't, I don't own. So exactly. I haven't been able to just go buy it. So whatever. And like, that's really what I look forward to. Like, I'm being dead serious. Up until I was probably like 16, I was still like, it'll happen. It'll happen. I got the growth spurt though. It came many you years. You did. It came, it, it eventually did come. So not, you are now 5'7". I'm about 5'7", yeah. We were 5'7". You are 5'7". I'm 5'7". Point blank period. 5'7". Okay. <laughs> She's I'm officially five, three inches taller than me. Which is disgusting. <laughs> I don't remember us being that close in height in the first place. <laughs> well, we used to be only about two inches apart. So now we're three. Okay. I think that one inch does matter. 
That's true. I don't know though. I don't really feel that much taller around my family members because like a lot of the women in my family are like slightly above average height. So, and a lot of my cousins are. So then it's just like, I, I still feel quite short around like other people in my family. And it sucks. Cause I was like, oh, I'm going to come home. I'm going to be a giant. And I'm, I'm just looking people in the eye now. So that's fun. Well, when you see me, you have to look slightly down. So you know what? That's kind of good. It's a hundred percent true. <laughs> it's good for you. It Thank makes you. me feel very, very small, very childlike, which I do not like. Kind of nice. Enjoy it. Cause I used to have this, I guess we can talk about it, but like, I used to have this really weird thing. I developed a weird insecurity in my height freshman year because in middle school, I was used to having a lot of girls in my class that were taller than me and the same height as me and shorter than me. It was a nice little distribution. But when we started high school, almost every single girl in our class was shorter than me. So then I was just like, I can't do this. Like, I felt like I was sticking out. So then I, I feel like this is part of why I have such bad posture. I used to like <laughs> bend over to yeah. order to be like level with everybody I'm talking to. And now I look That's like a candy so cane. dumb though, because I literally like, I think that if you ask anyone that knew me like in middle school, mm-hmm. I think that one of my biggest like dreams and goals in life was to like grow tall. Mm-hmm. I like wish I was five, seven right now. Like, you know what I mean? Like, but it's like funny when you bring stuff like that up, like mm-hmm. talking about the whole discussion of like puberty and stuff, like that we grow so many insecurities within ourselves. Oh, we're pretty dumb stuff, to be honest. Very yeah. natural stuff. Yeah. That like, you know, like something that for you is like a huge insecurity for like someone like me, it would have been like a dream to have been taller, mm-hmm. you know? I don't know. I just feel like I look like a beanstalk around other people. It makes me uncomfortable. You do not. I can assure you that. Thank you. I don't know because that's another personal problem, but okay. (laughs) But yeah, like I thought I was going to go through this like genetics defying transformation because it's like, I know what like I'm supposed to look like based on what my parents look like. But somehow I was convinced that because I saw this girl have it like on Instagram or Pinterest, I'm like, yeah, my body's going to turn out like that too. When I turn 16, even though I know that literally not a single person in my family looks like that. And the likelihood of me being like one in a million yeah. is literally not going to happen. Just like that genetic factor. Yeah. In my head, Girl, I was like, you're I'm manifesting like, it. Yeah. It didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> like a, it, maybe it'll come a little, like a little later, you know? Yeah. Maybe my, the, the circumference of my rib cage will decide to shrink significantly just because I willed it to. You Despite never know. That, that is genetically impossible <laughs> I <am built>. yes <laughs> you never know though you never know remember the almond milk thing it was oat milk actually it was oat milk I was about to say that it's like, oat milk because no, I don't really like almond it milk. Oat it's milk. oat milk yeah yeah I, I I don't know if I secretly willed it to happen or if it was just the milk did you want that to happen no <laughs> oh everyone is gonna be so confused hearing this because they're like what happened I don't know if I should say that <laughs> Basically speaking, if you want the size of your bust to grow, Drink we're using technical uh, technical terms here Breast. for mature women. Yes. <laughs> yes. If you want the size of your bust to grow. Yep. Oat milk. Oat milk. I don't, I, know. I can't recommend it by brand because I don't remember what brand of oat milk it was. <laughs> if you have bj's near you i think it was like bj's oat milk maybe i need to drink oat milk maybe that's what made you grow like that's a group you know that's true i actually have been drinking a lot more milk in the past year than i did before so maybe 
Maybe I'm drinking the wrong type of milk. And it's funny because the reason I stopped drinking soy milk, I think it was after I took my nutrition class in the spring, last spring when we were at MDC. And my professor was like, oh, like it's not good for girls to drink soy milk for too long because it can cause you to develop breast cancer. And I remember being like, what? what? And I've been drinking soy milk because I'm lactose intolerant, obviously. So I've been drinking the same brand of soy milk since I was like, a little baby and I was like what so then I got so scared that I stopped drinking soy milk that's insane like, it's not like 100% you're gonna thing. get breast cancer but it's like in high amounts uh, I don't I don't know if it's the soy itself or another ingredient in soy milk it increases your likelihood of developing breast yeah. cancer so wow, then I was that's like horrible um and then I started drinking almond milk and then my taste buds matured and I now drink oat milk that is very nice thank you for letting us know that that's my milk journey yeah but yeah that was I was literally that that had nothing to do with anything but it's like another thing that made it worse was you know like around that time because I mean our puberty time period so like middle school early high school was when vine was still alive and all that stuff and you know how they had all those like challenges and whatever on vine yeah and there were like glow up videos were like really really popular on the Mm -hmm. internet at that time so then everyone would just like show videos of them getting significantly taller and developing like curvier frames. So I was like, okay, that's just how puberty works for everybody. Little did I know I was going to be the odd man out. No, you are quite literally part of the majority. The people showing- I, I just those... got the tall part, kind of. No, because the people showing off those transformations, it's like, that's not necessarily the norm. Well, it felt like the norm to me. Well, that's because the majority of people online that had a following and stuff, they got a following because of these like insane transformations. That's like everyone's like, oh my God, I want that. How'd you do it? And so they get a following because everyone thinks that just because they watch their videos or whatever, it's going to like be like a little like Cinderella moment. And everything's going to change. We were really brainwashed as children because I was genuinely convinced that somehow... Like, I don't know, in my head, I didn't really, I guess I didn't understand how genetics work, despite the fact that I was taking <laughs> biology. But in my head, I was like, oh, well, it's fine. I, can I make think it it's the same reason, like, now, a lot of, like, so many, like, not that they're not helpful and stuff, because they are for, like, mm-hmm. pe- some people, but, like, you know, you see, like, these fitness YouTubers and, like, TikTokers mm-hmm. and all these things, and it's, like, you see other people do their challenges and, like, get these insane results. But you also see a lot of people who do them it's like they don't end up the same way and like speaking from personal experience because we both had that experience with mm-hmm. you know doing those workouts we've succumbed to the the experiences of using youtube workouts during the pandemic and yes. so you know you could see how like they market it as one thing and so since everyone's like in such a pursuit to like reach that that's true. true. We are kind of brainwashed in some like hundred percent in a way because it's true. Like the type they're literally selling you specific body types when they make mm-hmm. those, like, workout packages, and it's like not really realistic. Because if we could all theoretically exercise our way to a BBL, like doctors wouldn't be making as much money as they are. If like you people are selling 100%. two week shred challenges, if I could do it in two weeks, why would I spend ten thousand dollars on it? Hmm. There's so many factors that go into it. Yeah. Although I think, I mean, what I've seen now is that a lot more people are putting more disclaimers in their videos and being more yeah. authentic to it. I mean, like, oh, like, obviously my results, because then they'll be like, oh, I did this for two weeks and this is how my body is perfect like it is right now. Like, mm-hmm. no, this is literal years of 
training and yeah. working out and exercise and a bunch of things uh, that you use, like, you know, like diets, nutritional, like all these things. And that's why you look the way you look now. So like, it's horrible when you're like two week hourglass challenge. And it's like, yeah. you didn't get your hourglass body from doing this for two you've weeks. Literally, you're literally a professional like trainer and you've been exactly like, 10 years, you know? Like, obviously, like, I think that a lot of them now are putting those disclaimers in and being like, look, like, you're not going to get perfect results in two weeks. You should probably do it for more. But this is like a start, yeah. you know, but um, I think some people get that like clouded also like they don't use a lot of people don't use common sense when it comes to those things. True. So they get really mad when they're like, I don't look like her. It's like, mm. well, well <laughs> you kind of we all knew it wasn't going to happen for you. Yeah. You're the only one <laughs> that didn't know. <laughs> But I mean, That's I agree. So horrible. It sucks though. But I agree. I've, I've definitely fallen down that rabbit hole on YouTube of like looking up like workouts for this and for that. And then being like, wait a minute. Why didn't it do anything? And then I'm like, oh, wait. That's not how that works. Yeah. It sucks though. I wish it did. I feel like if I had to change a thing about the human body, I wish we could like mold it like Play Doh. Wouldn't that be nice though? Like you can just pull it and stretch it and like. <laughs> Like imagine you would like spend an hour in the mirror, like shaping it perfectly, <laughs> just to, like walk out the door and like <laughs> like hit yourself against the door frame. And you just end up with a dent in your body or something. <laughs> <laughs> Every time, like imagine how much we bump into people. Sure, and I'm pretty clumsy. Our entire ar- like arms and legs would like fall off or something like low-key like it's kind of worth it like let me like mold myself take a couple pictures and then like bump into absolutely everything and then have to fix myself before i go to bed but i'm like i'm fine i got a couple pictures it's okay i mean that's literally what photoshop is but yeah yeah like temporary yeah perfectness yeah i actually had a question to ask you and we ended up on a tangent so my question my two questions are what was your puberty experience like and how did your perception of your body change Hmm, two hefty questions. <laughs> yeah, we're getting straight into the thick of it. So what was my experience with puberty? Mm-hmm. Um, could you maybe elaborate a little bit on that? Um, I would say, I mean, it's definitely the time. Okay. What was it like, I guess, when you started like going through changes and realizing like, did you experience any like discomfort within your body feeling like this isn't my body? Did you feel uncomfortable? Was it a time in your life where you felt like you weren't attractive or stuff like that? I was an ugly kid. So that was just like my entire childhood. I don't know what to tell you that like started before puberty. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, I was an ugly kid and I, I mean, I knew it, you know, but, um, it wasn't necessarily <laughs> on site. It was I'm sorry. It wasn't. <laughs> it didn't start because of puberty. You get me. Um. Although, like, I guess during puberty, you know, like, I guess I'm gonna like pinpoint it down to like middle school mm-hmm. and like freshman year. So I'm gonna say like between like sixth grade and ninth grade. Mm-hmm. Um, sixth grade being the start, and like ninth grade being like, okay, this is like usually the end product of what people yeah. get once they get through puberty. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like rough because I looked the exact same throughout those years. I, totally I don't agree think with that. I changed much other than the fact that I did end up um, going through weight gain mm-hmm. and, you know, normal body parts started sprouting out, you know? Yeah. But um, we're going to talk about that. Actually, I didn't, yeah. I didn't plan to talk about that, but then you brought it up and then, yeah. 
Okay. And um, so, yeah, but, you know, those things happened and I never felt weird about it, you know, because I, I was, I grew up with my mom. I grew up with an older sister. So these are things that I knew was going to happen. Like I, when I got my period, for example, I was not surprised. I, mm-hmm. I knew exactly what I needed to do. Like, obviously it was still like, the, oh my God, you know, but like, it wasn't yeah. like, oh, what do I do? What's a pad? Like, I don't, you know, yeah. like I wasn't super lost with that. And so when normal body changes happened, I wasn't super phased with it. Mm-hmm. I know a big part of puberty that people like struggle with is weight gain. And I, I did struggle with weight gain. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that that became an insecurity of mine until like once I got a little bit older, like ninth, 10th grade Same. age. So like four, 14, 15, 16. Mm-hmm. Um, however, like one thing like that comes to mind are stretch marks and I got a bunch of those (laughs) (laughs) I have stretch marks Mm -hmm. and I never like I know that that's something that's an insecurity for a lot of women Mm -hmm. but personally I have never had an issue with it and I don't know why that's just like one of those things I think it's just because I always saw them on my mom and my sister yeah and I saw that as a like symbol of my maturity and like growing and like being a woman or whatever yeah and so for me when I did get them it was like almost like a little like a moment of empowerment and still when I do see them I never feel like horrible about that so I guess I was lucky in that sense however apart from physical changes obviously puberty comes with a lot of changes in the noggin and that was probably the worst part of puberty <laughs> that was the you know it's still with me to this day so <laughs> I never went away uh neither did the body stuff but you know that's but you know that was like the onset of a lot of you know lifelong issues that I will probably have to deal with for my lifelong you know yeah I was like I know what you mean, but okay you know but what like, I meant I agree um I don't know I don't think I ever viewed myself as an ugly child I don't really remember much of my life before puberty like I don't know I feel like my brain started functioning when I turned 12 and that's when my memory started working um I agree yeah, I don't I feel like I liked myself more before puberty than I ever did before and possibly even after, which sounds so sad. I want to talk about second puberty too because I didn't think that was real until it happened to me. But in terms of first puberty, the crappy puberty. I totally agree on the weight gain thing. I didn't gain weight when I started puberty. Like anytime in like middle school, only like what I guess is like natural and normal. I was more physically active in that time in my life, so if I saw an increase on the scale, it was possibly more muscle than fat anyways, but it wasn't until mostly the past like year yeah, that I started. To, and I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let's, let's cut that out. We, we didn't do it before. Why are we starting? Now? <laughs> um, I am this one. Yeah. I don't also, know. Wait, can I clarify something real quick? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. With what I said about being an ugly kid, it's that I was. And in the moment, I don't think that I was conscious of it. I know that I was an ugly kid now because yeah. I look back and then I'm like, whoa, but in the moment, it wasn't necessarily I was insecure about. You get me? <laughs> like, I wasn't, like, walking through fourth and fifth grade and being like, oh, my God, I'm so ugly. Like, you know, like, yeah, I didn't realize it. I was just walking around looking like that. Understandable. I mean, you <laughs> couldn't have walked around by. looking any other way. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get what but you But, like, mean. it wasn't something that was, like, an active insecurity in my mind. Mm-hmm. And it didn't actually become an insecurity until after I got over it. And then oh, I okay, looked I back and then I was like, whoa, what the hell? I was looking around like that. Like, I, like you know, I, I walked around looking like that. I agree. 
but like in the moment it wasn't that big of a deal because it was like I, all I like told, okay I agree you know I, I mean? don't think I really had much to be insecure about when I was a child like when I was in elementary school I didn't really care that much about the way I looked I mean I would put effort into my appearance as much as you could at like 10 years old like a bow in your <laughs> hair or something but I didn't I didn't think too hard I mean I thought a lot about my body I think I've always had a lot of body insecurity even when I was like 10 you know it'd be like what if we fix that? And especially because I was like pre-puberty at that time, I was like convinced I was, I didn't fret it too much because I was convinced that puberty would just get rid of those problems. Sure. Like, yeah. I'm like, the waist will come in a little bit. This will go away. This will like change itself. Again, little did I know it wouldn't change all that much, but <laughs> I, I told myself that it made me feel a little bit better, but yeah. I didn't start developing like active insecurities until the sixth grade. Like I, re- I almost remember it to the day it was when I became hyper aware of what I looked like. And when I'm not going to say his name, but this person made a really off comment towards me about something that I wasn't really insecure about before. And then it literally snowballed to be my greatest insecurity of all time gone now, but it literally ate me alive. And then after that, I became hypercritical of literally everything on like my face and my body. At that point, I just was this person. I need a full name. I need an address. I don't know where he is in life now, but he was a garbage person at that time, at least. I hope you've grown and done better. And if not, then I hope your life is garbage now. <laughs> Fair. And I didn't even know him like that. So I don't even know why he would say, I'm not even going to say what he said to me. It wasn't you know like- what I mean? No, it, if it makes you feel any better. What? Literally, I in PE in the ninth grade someone came up to me a guy I don't I didn't even know and he was like you look like Tina from Bob's Burger (laughs) (laughs) I swear to god I do not (laughs) (laughs) it never affected me like I was just like what you know what that means that means that he was probably with his friends talking about it and then one of them was like you gotta go tell her and then he walks no literally we were just like playing like with like a stupid volleyball in the middle of the gym like he was friends with like a friend of mine Mm -hmm. but i had never spoken to him before and we were just like throwing around the volleyball and like he like stopped and he was like you look like tina from bob's burgers and i was like I don't even know what to say. You can't even say like thank you. I don't know if you should get mad because it is a cartoon character, but but she's ugly. T- I'm sorry, Tina. She <laughs> didn't mean it. <laughs> she didn't mean it, Tina. Okay, whatever. That was kind of straight for absolutely no reason. Tina didn't really. <laughs> I did not know this man. Anyways. But yeah, so men that suck. Is what, that's pretty much the, <laughs> yes. the point of that. Men suck, especially in like middle school age but yeah I became very hyper aware after that incident because that did happen pretty early on in the sixth grade Mm -hmm. and then I pretty much picked myself apart I feel like I literally fell apart I literally and I have this is I have crap memory you know I have bad memory but for some strange reason I remember sixth grade very 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 clearly and Mm -hmm. I just kind of remember starting off the year and being like really like feeling really good about myself because of course I really didn't feel like I had anything to be that insecure about. But throughout the course of sixth grade, I literally felt like my life fell apart. I feel like I hate at that point by the end of the year, I hated my body. I started developing acne. I felt like my my hair was literally falling out. I don't know. Was it from stress? Was it from neglect of self-care? Who knows? It was just, it was bad. 
it was bad. And then also adjusting to like academics, new school to different system than elementary school was. So then all of that combined, it's like, I'm literally going to jump off a cliff because it's like, (laughs) (laughs) sorry, don't do that. It's not funny. Stop. You started (laughs) laughing. You were the one that started laughing. I was the one that started laughing. Um, I don't know. (laughs) I was thinking of that video of like, the Kermit, I'm so sorry. Kermit I'm laughing. Falling I, need out of the I need to explain something real quick. What? I'm laughing because you said I felt like I needed to fall off a cliff. And we're filming this on Zoom right now. And your Zoom background is a bunch of nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> your uh, Zoom background is a bunch of mountains right now. So that was just like. Wait, can you? Oh, you can't really see me pointing to it. Zoom no. sucks. But I also was just thinking of the video of like the Kermit doll, like it falls out of the building and everyone's like, oh my God, like that one. Have you seen it? You haven't seen it. I'll send it to you later. It's really (laughs) funny. It's literally just a doll falling out of a building, but it's like hilarious. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Because I didn't really mentally prepare to talk about this. I feel like I didn't dig up enough of my, my trauma to come like direct to the front of my mind, but over the course of middle school, my self-confidence absolutely deteriorated. And pretty much by the end of it, I absolutely hated myself. And I hated mirrors. And I literally, I think that's also when I was the grumpiest. And if you listen to my mental health episode, which you should, that department was not too hot in middle school either. So it literally felt like I had absolutely nothing going for me. So puberty was a horrible experience. Like I would rate it easily zero out of 10. That's great. Yeah, I mean, physically and stuff, I feel like my my like my issues with my own physical appearance had more to do with after puberty than during it. Because during puberty, like I said, I I knew it was going to happen to my body to a certain extent, of course, mm-hmm. um, just because I had seen it happen to my sister. And I think that as a kid, I was just very. I don't know, like I had a lot of knowledge about these things. I wasn't like really left in the dark um so during puberty it's like everything that happened was like okay I expected all this to happen I got it but like it was the after that really like messed me up during puberty is like when my like mental health struggle started and then like that slowly started snowballing like into physical insecurities with my face with my body the way I walked the way I held myself the way I Mm -hmm. spoke like it was everything. And then, I mean, I'm glad to say I can, I can probably say that now a lot of those physical insecurities within my, like, don't exist as much as they used to. Mm-hmm. It's not that they're not there still. Cause I am human and we all have some insecurities sometimes, but definitely not to the extent that they used to be at. Um, and there's no comment for my mental health in that case. <laughs> the, the jury's still out on that one. It's, yeah, the progress is, you know, it's still under under review. Yes. I don't know. I feel like I had like literally the reverse experience because I feel like the start of puberty was the start of body insecurity for me. And I think the body insecurity fed the mental health issues. Mm-hmm. And then I guess, I don't know. I don't really know when that part ended, actually. Because it just continuously got worse. And then I guess it just started getting better junior year of high school for obvious reasons. Massive change of environment. Um, And I feel like at the same time, that's also when a lot of my body insecurity got better. It was Mm -hmm. still bad, but it was definitely significantly better than it was those first up until those first two years of high school. 
100%. Also, I feel like it should be illegal. For, I don't I don't really agree with the existence of locker rooms. Um, I shouldn't have to explain that. I didn't enjoy it. Sure. Yeah. It didn't bother me in middle school. It bothered me in high school. I mean, I, yeah, that makes sense. And I agree. I think that it was very weird to stash a bunch of kids into a, and just be like, I need room to together and, and just like get naked. Right That's yeah. weird. It is very weird. Especially because they would have like the gym teacher, at least in my case, they had gym teachers. Of course, in our locker room, it was only a female gym teacher, but she could walk in and out while we were changing. In high school? In middle school. Oh, they didn't do that for us in either high school or middle school. Because in, in middle school, it was like a one big like room with like lockers on the walls. And then I think she, I don't know if it was her office or what, but like, I guess sometimes she'd come in and I'd be like, oh, like hurry up to finish changing. We have to start class soon, whatever. So she could come. Yeah, it was a she. She could come in. It wasn't often. I would hope it was a she. <laughs> it was a she. Yeah. So I don't, that didn't, I don't know. It's a very weird thing because I think that my relationship with my body has been mostly negative. It only got kind of remotely somewhat positive, if I'm being honest, in like the past year. I agree. That's about it. Same like for me. Everything up until that, me and her, we were not, we weren't buddies at all. I think it's the same for me. Yeah, like that, like me saying that I've gotten over a lot of those um, insecurities with my body and with myself. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that, that that just like recently happened. Like maybe yeah, we're talking like yesterday. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I'm talking about like that's change started like. I mean, for me, it mainly had to do with like a switch in just mentality yeah, and perspective because you can get real tired of hating yourself, like real I fast. totally, at some point you're just like, girl, get over it. Like it ain't that deep. Yes. You just gotta get over it. <laughs> like it, it got to the point where like every, like you said, you mentioned mirrors, you know, mm-hmm. like avoiding mirrors and everything. And like it got to the point where every time I saw myself in the mirror, I would like literally like want to physically like gag and vomit because yeah. I was like disgusting, right? When I saw myself and then I was like, that's not normal. <laughs> First of all, it's not normal. Mm-hmm. Also, it's extremely tiring because it's like every single picture I saw of myself, ew, disgusting. Every time I saw myself in the mirror, ew, disgusting. You get me? Every outfit I put on, I hated. I wanted to have a literal mental breakdown every time I got dressed to go out to school to like, you know, to like go out with my family, with my friends, whatever it was. Like I hated everything about me, myself and yeah. the way I looked. Um, and it just gets tiring because you're just like, what am I supposed to do? Because <laughs> like, I can't switch out my body. You know, I can't put my head on a different one and be like, yeah, this is the one for today. You know, like, yeah, I wish we could do that. That would be cool. But um, actually, no, I don't. Because my body is mine and I love her the way, just the way she is, right? Changing um, perspective. I don't know if they say all that, but <laughs> but <laughs> but you know what I mean. It's just yeah. like you know, you woke up. I I woke up one day and I was like, I'm tired of this. I'm like, I I tell you, I told you this. I was like, I basically, I I you fake it so you make it, and then that is a hundred percent true. I would just tell myself, I'm yeah. like, you look fine, you look okay, just go, yeah, just get out. The longer you stand here, the more likely you are to change. Just go. Yeah. I mean, for me, it was more of just like, like, even if I didn't feel like I looked good, mm-hmm. I still like told myself, you look good. Even though it was like very obvious. I don't like, girl, I'm looking really busted and rusted right mm-hmm. now. 
And I would stand in front of a mirror and I would repeat to myself over and over again, you look fine. Like you look good. It's fine. You're okay. Whatever. Until a point where it's like now I'm like good with myself for the most part. For the most part. Mm. Mm. We We have have off days. I think having off days is normal. And I feel like the way that sometimes like self-confidence is sold to you is it's like, it's an everyday thing. Like once you become self-confident, you're going to be confident every day. That is a hundred percent not true. Um, even if like, yeah, with mental health struggles in general though. Yeah. Even if three of the four days that week you feel like trash. I mean, there were still four days where you felt pretty good. That's something, right? Mm -hmm. That's better than zero days. hundred percent. It's called. I think I'm at that point where it's about three days out of the week where I'm like, okay, we can work with this. So that's something because it used to be zero for like a long time. So exactly. It's progress. Yeah. I have another question for you. I have a lot of questions, but this is another interesting one. So how was having acne as a teenager and a young adult? And how has that affected your self-confidence? Um, as far as I remember, I don't think I had really bad acne when I was like going through that first puberty. Mm-hmm. As far as I remember, I have no idea. I don't, re- I don't remember. I think I had the occasional breakout and stuff, mm-hmm. but I don't think I had like horribly bad skin mm-hmm. for the most part. Um, as you know, last year I went through like the worst breakout of my entire life. You have actually experienced two of my most major breakouts in my entire life. Really? Can you? Did I call okay, the them? one last? No, you didn't cause them. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't cause them. You were you just happened to be in my life during both yeah. of them. The one last year, which is like absolutely my worst one. Is this the one before you started adapting? Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Mm-hmm. I like from the month. You got me on a dappling. Yes. From like the months of when did it start? It started like in September all the way into like January, February. Mm-hmm. I had the worst acne like all over my face. It was horrible. My mental health, like I was at such a low mentally because I just hated my skin and the way I looked and it was horrible on my Mm self-esteem however like at the same time probably one of the best things to have ever happened to me interesting because of the fact that I got to such a low and like I said I just woke up one day I was like I'm tired of feeling this way about myself um I was just like, I just need to accept that this is the way that I'm looking right now, but that doesn't mean that this is the way I'm going to look forever. And I can be beautiful with clear skin and I can be beautiful with acne as well. And that's like kind of where that switch sort of happened of being like, even if I have acne, I'm still beautiful. You know, even if I'm hearing people in my life be like, oh my God, your skin, like, yeah, I know my skin looks bad. Like, you don't want to get me started on that. I hate hate a Captain Obvious. Like, please, please don't. Like, please shut up. I I know. I, I work out. I see it. Trust <laughs> me. I see it. I know. Don't worry. But, you know, like, because it was one of the worst things that happened to me, like, physically, probably not one of the worst things, but I had to gangway and that was horrible. But um, with my face, at least. Um, not even. Anyways. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, it really did help my self-esteem to a certain extent. But that other time, the second time. Mm-hmm. 
well actually the first one but my second ranking do you remember when it was you're talking to someone that has a memory of a goldfish (laughs) it was in sophomore year oh I don't remember I'm sorry I blocked out sophomore year like it was like the first two years of high school don't exist it was like the end of sophomore year Hmm. And it was it was during exam season, so it made a lot of sense. I if we were in oh a high I had something situation. bad happen to me too, but it wasn't that. But continue. What's oh? I think I know what you mean. I don't think you know what I mean. Are you sure? Sign it to me. I don't I don't okay. sign language that well, but like, <laughs> don't worry. I'm not gonna sign it because I don't know how else to sign it. And the way that I would have signed it would have been extremely inappropriate. So I'm not gonna. No, do but that. do it, do it. Because I mean, nobody <laughs> can see it. Absolutely. No. Yeah. No, that wasn't it, actually. (laughs) I love how you actually understood what I was going to say. I did. (laughs) It caught me off because I was like, what is she going to say? That's really funny. (laughs) No. It's not funny. It's not. It's not funny. I mean, no, like end of sophomore year. I don't know. I mean, there was, there was like legitimate reasons. This is why it happened. It wasn't just a personal choice, but like I developed like a borderline eating disorder at the end of sophomore year. And then I just, I thought that happened junior year. That was sophomore year. I was under the impression that happened junior year. It was, it was sophomore. Just remember lots of bad things already happening. It just kind of said, we're going out with a bang. And then, yeah, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said it like that. No, you're good. (laughs) No, you're good. I think I've gone through like multiple, like small, like almost. Mm-hmm. Like if it had, if it hadn't stopped when it did, it could have snowballed into something much bigger. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. like definitely. And I realize that now, like that I'm a lot more educated on those things. Like, but you know, I was like trigger warning. Obviously, you got to put a trigger warning at yeah. the beginning of this. I'll try to put one in like the description of the video too before you yeah. listen to it. Um. But like, girl, like I like went through multiple phases where I would start counting calories mm. or just because of the fact that like I felt fat that I was just like not eat like 100%. meals to like the like until I was full, like a bunch of things like, you know, mm-hmm. these are like like not that they happened for like super like a super long amount of time or whatever, Um, because eventually I did give up. I was like, I did not have enough willpower for that. Yeah. I was like, I'm just hungry, girl. I just need to eat. <laughs> um, but, you know, like, I think, I always think I'm like, damn, like, if I would have kept going, like, doing that, like, that could have been super unhealthy for me. Yeah. And, I mean, even the fact that I, I even started doing those things is That's like, true. just like a problem within it's itself. It's an easy thing to fall. Like, it's a lot easier than you think. Because you like, you know, I think at least for me in middle school, they would show us like videos about that stuff. So I guess like, deter you from doing it i guess in their head they thought we'd just do it for fun or something but i would be like (laughs) why would you do that like how could you just feel hunger and ignore it for so long until i did it myself and i was eating like a meal a meal and a half a day for like a month and then i was like wait a minute this is the worst part is i was like girl you look good like your body looks snatched and then i I was like don't say that like that's literally not okay (laughs) that's literally not okay we're not doing it in the best way possible. Yeah, but I didn't, so. I wasn't, I, that part didn't click for me until after. And then after we'd already left school. So then I was like different mindset, different person, like pretty much reborn. And at that point I was like, oh wait, that was pretty stupid. I shouldn't have done that. But I'm glad you eventually realized that. Thank you. 
And I also realize I also do not have the willpower. I have that is such a horrible thing. You're like, yeah, I don't have the willpower to have an ED. Like, <laughs> that's so- oh God, yeah. No, like, we're not trying to way. say that. Like, we're not trying no. to say that. Like, you're like a super like strong person because you have one. Like, you know, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, don't, don't push like, yourself if- either. Yeah. I was going to say something and I forgot. What were we saying? <laughs> I feel like this is going to get really misinterpreted. Yeah, no. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, no, the context for this is just like, you know us very well in real life. You're like, oh yeah, that's just, we yeah. don't mean anything mean by it. We're a little tired. Yeah, it's, it's late. I really was going to say something and I don't remember. This episode is a mess. I don't think so. I think this is good. I think, <laughs> did I have a plan in mind? Yes. Did we go out of order? Yes. But, oh, we were talking about acne. <laughs> <laughs> How did we get to eating disorders? You know, that's a good question. Another thing is, I think another, okay, I know, actually like combining the two things. I had a really bad diet when I was in middle school because we had a corner store literally like right there, like the corner next to the school. Mm -hmm. You see it's on the corner. But (laughs) I was going there almost every day. So I was having like soda, chips, candy, literally every day. The only thing, because I was probably like at my lowest weight when I was in middle school was the only thing that balanced it out was I was incredibly physically active at that time, but I was eating like straight garbage and it showed on my skin, even if it didn't show on the rest of my body. So then I don't know, for whatever reason in my head, first of all, I neglected my skin for like a year and a half. I was like, no, it'll go away on its own. This is just like, I thought it was completely internal and I was like, it'll just pass. But then I was with a bad diet and it took me a really long time, literally like years later for me to realize that it was like pretty much my fault. So acne took a huge toll on my self-esteem. I feel like I still don't like my skin very much now, but it has definitely, like, definitely gotten, like, it has gotten significantly better. It, you know, we, mm, that's not where this is going, but I'll just say it. Okay. Um, Because we can go into this too. In terms okay. of how... You think having, I mean, you already mentioned that you didn't have like particularly bad acne. So I guess it's just a me problem. But having acne taking a toll, not only on your self-esteem, but on, I mean, same thing. But how you think other people viewed you, because I felt like everybody was staring at it and it made me very uncomfortable. And I felt like people in their heads were critiquing it and in like a, taking it in a more romantic sense. I feel like that was a huge factor of why I would not have pursued anyone at that time in my life, because I was like, I'm literally going to start talking to you and you're going to stare at the pimple on my forehead. And that makes me so uncomfortable. That's all I wanted to say. Yeah, no, whenever I did have a breakout, like in middle school age and mm-hmm. like even just throughout high school and stuff, obviously, like that was like a huge thing for me. Mm-hmm. Um, also, my mind goes like at a million miles a minute sometimes. Mm-hmm. So there are many times where I was just like, forget about it. And then I get home. And I look at myself and I'm like, oh my God. I can't believe like, I even looked at anyone with this yeah, on my face. Like, exactly. So it's like just kind of that spiral of like afterwards, but not mm-hmm. actually like in the moment. Um, Seems to be I a, guess a I running lucky. <laughs> yes. I guess I was lucky enough in the sense that like the acne um, breakout that I did go through last year, mm-hmm. um, at the end of the year, was still during the pandemic. So didn't really see that many people. And the people I did see was normally through camera and on camera miraculously with yeah you can't you know, see it as much playing it around with lighting and stuff like that you literally cannot see it um so it wasn't that big of an issue for me I guess 
um however yeah like if I ever like do go out with like acne and stuff like that like or if I did you know I would it would be something that either I would end up forgetting about and then later on when I remember it's like it becomes like that main focal point in my head where I'm like, yeah. oh my God, just thinking about it over and over again for absolutely no reason. Mm-hmm. Or like in the moment I am like trying to like move around or like look around or whatever. Like I just feel very uncomfortable. Yeah. No, yeah. As soon as I get a pimple, even now I'm just hyper aware of it at all times. And I just, I don't want to leave my house like ever. Like it's just, I don't want anybody to see it because of, again, there's always that captain obvious. That's like, did you know that you have a fat pimple on your forehead? And I'm like, you know, I actually didn't notice. Surprisingly, I just somehow didn't notice. That that's one of my biggest pet peeves, a Captain Obvious. So, thankfully Literally you're not one. That so that's great. Really? Yeah. Well, you must have been right about the lighting thing because I don't see anything. Yeah, no, it's on the side of my face. Yeah, you can't. And see I can't see lighting. it. No, no. Um, you are also not a Captain Obvious because I literally had like the worst breakout and acne ever, and you did not bring it up at all the two times that I saw you in December. So, <laughs> you know, I don't know. Maybe I just didn't notice. You, it literally impossible for you to have not noticed. I mean, I'm someone that I don't like to comment on people's physical appearance, whether it's really. I mean, if it's good, and I know that it's something that maybe you don't like or you tend to critique often, then I will talk about it positively but I think I've gotten to a point now where I just prefer not to comment on people's appearances good or bad I mean I will comment on someone's appearance like if it's good um but like I always try to think about their perspective also mm-hmm. I never try to like things like weight loss or even weight mm-hmm. gain and stuff like that depending on the person and stuff like I try to never comment on those things because you yeah. never know how it happened obviously like we spoke about with eating disorders and everything yeah. It could have it could have been an unhealthy thing, and I don't want to feed into that um, even more mm-hmm. into that mentality. Um, but like basic things, like oh, you got your hair done, it looks yeah, cute. like that, yeah. yeah, like you know, like stuff. But I won't comment on like your, your skin or your body yeah. or anything like that. Exactly. Um, yeah, I forgot where I was going with this. I don't know where you were going with this. I don't know where I was going with this. Do you what were we talking about? We were talking yeah. about acne. And then I brought up romantic interest. Oh, yeah. I don't have any of those. So like, (laughs) I mean, I don't anymore either. Anymore. Not anymore. I don't. I haven't talked about this after. We'll talk about this after. (laughs) You sound like my mother. Am I in trouble? (laughs) No, because you said anymore. And that was like a subconscious answer. Like now that you're trying to backtrack on it, it's telling me. No, like not anymore. As in Mm -hmm. like, I haven't had one. I haven't had a proper, proper crush in like three years. (laughs) Maybe let's change the subject. Let's change the subject (laughs) because you're going to chew me out and I'm going to have to cut this out. But now we're moving. (laughs) That's that's funny. What was you saying? You're going to cut it out. You don't know how to use technology. (laughs) I don't know how to edit anything like at all. There's probably points in this where there's like a long, like 15 second silence and I'm not going to go back and cut it out. You just have to skip it. You know what? People can just live with it. It's fine. Exactly. It's the, it's very raw. It's authentic. That's how I want to be remembered, you know? So yes. Okay. Now we're going to talk about globes because obviously the puberty stuff is just sad. I mean, it's going to be a sad episode in general, but let's talk about something funny. So according to Urban Dictionary, a glow up is to go from the bottom to the top to the point of disbelief and incredible transformation. And it's pretty much seen like 
as an essential part of your teen years, at least in like marketing on social media and stuff, it's like everybody waits for the glow up. And honestly, like puberty has become synonymous with the glow up. Mm-hmm. Everyone just assumes that, of course, you do transform, you change a lot during puberty, but it's kind of like everyone thinks that once they come out on the other end of puberty, they're going to have this like, I don't know how to say it, their dream body and they're going to look a certain way, like a very specific way, not just like, Oh, like nice or something, but it's like a very specific body, which is pretty much what's popular in the media at the moment. Yeah. And yeah, it's like pretty much where you go from being quote unquote ugly, because of course we, I guess we all assume that we're ugly before puberty to conventionally attractive. And I guess that's all anyone ever wants to be. They want to be considered attractive by everyone that they meet. And this is supposedly supposed to happen naturally over the course of a few years. And I think an interesting thing is there's a it's just focused on your outer appearance only in terms of mm-hmm. the actual changes per se. And then yeah. the result of it is supposed to be that when you're now this like smoking hot person, suddenly your life gets better. Your social Everyone life gets better. Everyone wants a side by side picture. I, I hate those actually. <laughs> and what's annoying the is because they're comparing themselves when they're like 12 to when they're 19. It's like, yeah, you look different. <laughs> yeah, like that's how that works. You it's- used to be a child and now you're an adult. That's exactly. literally what growing up means. Like that's it. It's not a glow up. It's grow up. Like, you know, like, <laughs> that's it. That's kind of good. Not gonna lie. That's pretty good. Proud of you. You glow up. You just became a grown up. Like that's it. Like just calm exactly. down. Like it's dumb, right? And I, <laughs> yes. I don't really like it because it's, as I said, it's like a focus on the physical and Glowing up should just, if you're talking about, I want to glow up, it really should be about improving all aspects of your life and not just changing your body to kind of fit in with what I guess the majority consider to be attractive or whatever. Yeah. I mean, talk about improving your mental health. Let's let's do that instead. I think let's all like- Go to therapy. That's that's literally what I was just about to say. (laughs) Group therapy. Go on Groupon or something and get like group therapy. (laughs) Oh my god. Oh wait, let's do that for my 20th birthday. I think that could be fun. Don't you think? <laughs> You're 20? Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's like a couple of months from now. I'll book a, a group therapy session for yeah. us. Yes. So like, and there was a lot of like um glow-up challenges online, like particularly around the time that we were going through puberty, because of like Vine literally existed. And there was that one. Or people would like draw on like acne and like gaps and stuff like that. That one was so horrible. First of all, what was wrong with those things? The first, the fact that that's what people had to purposefully put on themselves to make themselves mm-hmm. look ugly is first of all, that's offensive. Like that's horrible. That made me feel like garbage. Cause I had all of those things and then it would come back and just be like hot. And then another thing, I mean, I'm not going to bash you for wearing makeup. Do what you please. But I think that being the thing that makes you better, the thing, I don't know how to explain it because I don't want anybody to misinterpret what I'm saying is like, oh, like if you wear makeup, your fake, your attractiveness isn't valid or anything. But back then it was very much viewed to like, you weren't pretty unless you were wearing makeup. Yeah. You got me? Like you weren't considered sexy unless you were wearing like makeup or like, you know, like you underwent this huge transformation that was a complete opposite from your natural self mm-hmm. um which i agree with you and but i also want to bring up the fact that like that huge shift even in social media now yeah i definitely think that we're like almost on the opposite side of the spectrum um 
with a lot of these things because like you know and now there's been a lot of bashing of that particular trend that you're talking about right now mm-hmm. and you know like the you know there's been a bunch of campaigns with acne being more beautiful lack of yeah. photoshop with like skincare brands and like swimsuit models or whatever you get me like there's just like so much more authenticity online mm-hmm. and uh, at least the attempt of trying to be you know transparent and like yeah. real and actually inclusive and stuff exactly instead of like trying to put a filter on everyone and being like oh we can all be perfect like no it's fine because if we were all perfect that would be incredibly boring well i mean <laughs> stop this is reminding me of the uglies and i was telling you that i thought oh, i was literally fuck. thinking about the entire time because <laughs> i didn't see anything okay I, I didn't okay spoiler if you've never read the book because i read the book like 10 years after it was printed but like you get like brain lesions or something from getting the pretty surgery and to me is it even then is it really that bad you basically lose your personality okay well, if you didn't have one to begin with, then it's not really a big okay, deal. Okay, but I'm I guess. hot. <laughs> Just so quiet. Um, you know what? I had a really hard time seeing what was. I'm like, I'm telling you, like, it didn't click in my head until they literally said you pr- you practically get brain cancer, and then okay. I was like, oh, okay, the I day- guess I see it, Crystal. You yes. do not want that because you are a very intellectually driven person. Aww, the day I'm that you yeah. meet. The day that you meet a hot man, you're literally going to be like, absolutely not. I would literally choose brains over beauty any day. Literally try holding a conversation with someone who's really pretty, but really stupid. That's you're just going to be like, you're gorgeous to look at, but oh my God, it's, it's mind numbing. But then I, I, I can understand thinking about other people in that way. But when I think of myself being perceived in that way, it's a little bit insulting insulting as what as in like okay like you met me when you had no like romantic interest until i started talking i don't know if that's good or bad though but who said you're ugly thanks well i don't know if that was you complimenting me or just staying neutral but thanks <laughs> no like seriously y'all everyone has to start walking through life and being like every single person in this room right now wants to sleep with me unless you are no, you told me that so unless you're at a family like that but <laughs> you said it to me once and it really like changed my perspective on life and I was like no but like for real you have to start walking around and with every other person you make eye contact with who is age appropriate and <laughs> and not related to you you have to be like this person wants to sleep with me inhaler night on the floor oh my Run. god they're playing in the background back of my head you get me? That's, that's like, your that's background like, music at all times. It literally is. It's very However, empowering. You have to like start living your life like that. Because otherwise, first of all, you have to start living your life as the person that you want to be with. You get me? That's true. Like you have to wake up every morning and look at yourself in the mirror and see the shit that you've done and be like, oh my God, this person is incredible. And then when you look, you're like, oh my God, that's, that's me. me. It's me. I'm the person that's incredible because I am incredible. You get me? Yeah. I think that the moment that I start thinking of myself, like, hmm, this is kind of going off on a tangent on something else. What do you mean? Whatever. Whatever. I already said. Never mind as well. And, we already um, scrapped the, the plan because we <laughs> might as well just keep going. No, the, the, the moment I started thinking of myself, like, as an actual, like, 
adult being Mm -hmm. and being like, oh, I can be hot. You know, people can want to sleep with me. Things like that. Like, I was like, oh, my God. Like, I like myself so much better now. (laughs) I mean... I but agree. just because of the fact that I'm like, oh my god, like I would want to sleep with me. Why wouldn't you? I guess I get that. Do you know what I mean? I, I don't mean, know. Yeah, I sense, feel like but... you're your own, or you should be your own best partner. So I think that's yeah. I mean, if you wouldn't want to sleep with you, why would anyone else want to sleep with you? Exactly. Kind of like that same thing of like, oh, like if I don't like me, how could anyone else possibly like me? Yeah. Just like inside. I totally agree with that because I think all the times in my life, unfortunately, all the times where I've ever had like anything of a remotely romantic interest in anyone were the times in my life where I hated myself the most. So then I couldn't fathom another person liking me. So then I could never pursue any romantic interest that I had. I second that. Thank you. Because the same thing happened to me. That's that's pretty sad. You know, that was pretty you have anything fun to say? Because that sounded really depressing. Um, everyone wants to sleep with you, walk around life thinking that, you know, just that, that yeah, because it's facts. Someone at some point somewhere has That's thought. True. It has to be, I can't say everyone, it. but someone somewhere at some time. Has thought it. I don't know if we're talking past tense. I was thinking more future tense. We're talking about all tenses. Present tense included. Okay. All tenses, I'm sorry, saying starting from adult age forward. Oh, okay. Because we don't uh, do yes. none of that other stuff here. Yes. <clears throat> we do not condone that. Yes. On the point of the glow-up stuff, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's The question is kind of related to, like, the challenges and stuff. Like, do you think that pretty much what those challenges are telling you and you know like the videos people would make of like pictures of them like over the years until they become like an adult or something or they're in high school Mm -hmm. do you think that pretty much convincing insecure kids that puberty will cure all of their insecurities is harmful yeah to a certain extent especially when depending like when speaking of like what exactly you're comparing if you are comparing a picture of you of yourself when you were literally a child to a picture of when you're an adult, mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense. Agreed. And it's horrible to mark yourself out like that. Like, oh, this is the change I went through because of X, Y, Z. You get yeah. me? And it's like, no, all you did was grow up. You know, yes, you did all these other things in the meantime, but this isn't necessarily like why that happened you get me but it's like another thing if you're like comparing a picture of yourself from when you're like 19 to when you're 23 whatever you get me yeah like that's very plausible like it's very much possible that in that time span you may not change at all or you may change drastically yeah you get me so it's like obviously you're not gonna look the same as you did when you were 10 as when you're 20 of course because you that's very different points in your life do you understand what i'm getting at i i know what you mean like there's a certain window within that when a comparison makes most sense like if you're comparing yourself as an adult to yourself as an adult that is very different than you as a child to you as an adult it's it's literally that would be a case of comparing apples to oranges and you can't just be like oh my god like look at this amazing transformation like as you said that's just growing up exactly 
Yeah. Um, but I do believe that it can be very harmful, it's especially when when you don't understand things like, you know, like your literal like bone structure. Yeah. And the way that you're just built, like literally, you know, you can't expect yourself to undergo a huge transformation like the next person next to you because your metabolism might be different your bone structure might be different you might not have the same like you know like you there's so many factors that go into it that you don't really think about when you see those things you're just thinking wow I want to change like that too yeah but you're not thinking of of the how the logistics of it yeah that's what I was saying before about me like I didn't really think about the genetic aspect and things of like Mm -hmm. is my body physically capable of doing all this stuff that I wanted to do. So I completely agree. Exactly. Yes. Is that all you have to say? Yeah, I don't know. I don't have anything else to say. Okay, good. Because I have questions. Okay. Um, one more question and then I have two other topics to bring up. And then there's another question and then I'll let you go to sleep. Um, my question is, do you think that the globe is more about natural evolution or how you how your style and like your vibe and your the way you carry yourself changes as you age. That is a good question. Thank I you. think I that's really hard writing that one. <laughs> yeah. I think that's very like multi-dimensional. You get me? Mm-hmm. Like if you're conf- like comparing styles, yeah. I feel like that's kind of like a different conversation. Mm-hmm. You get me? Because it's very possible that you have the exact same style from, like, the ages of 12 to, like, 55. You get me? Yeah. There's a lot of people who will be like, yeah, like, I started out as, like, a grunge, like, kind of, like, punk rock, like, Mm -hmm. preteen. And that's literally what my life has been for the last 20 years. You're in your 40s and you're still like this, right? Mm -hmm. Very possible. But there's a lot of people who start like that and then they go into the really girly, frilly part. Like, you get me? Like, there's a lot of different changes. So I guess if you're comparing those type of changes, that can make more sense. Mm -hmm. Um, But, I mean, I think the basis of, like, a glow up, quote unquote, glow up, is that, like, evolutionary, like, like genetic change, whatever Mm -hmm. that you go through because of the fact that you're literally just growing. Yeah, and you're just maturing into an adult, an older person, uh, whatever it is. You get me? Yeah. But it's very interesting. Um, this separate but kind of related point, mm-hmm. how we only consider glow ups in that small time span of being like a preteen, early teen to later teens, early adulthood. Mm-hmm. Because we wouldn't say the same thing like if we were comparing a 20 year old to a 50 year old yeah you get me like yourself at 20 yourself at 50 you're not when you're turned 50 you're not gonna be showing a picture of yourself at 20 and then one of 50 and being like i grew up yeah a lot of people agree with you especially when it comes to women i think men get a little bit more leeway there but women, it's like, girl, you turn 30, you might as well put two feet in the grave and, and close the door. Exactly. But it's basically the exact same. <laughs> it's basically the exact same, like, you know, example. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's not the same. It's not the same because you might not consider yourself hot at 50. Yeah. But it's the same thing. Obviously, you can't compare yourself to when you were 20 to when you are 50. You get me? Great. That's very different periods of your life. Da, 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 da. Whatever. It's the same thing. 
you can't compare yourself when you were 20 to the when you were 12. Yeah. And I said, it's just a certain, it's within a certain window and within similar stages of your life that you're making these comparisons. Exactly. Yeah. I agree. What was I going to say? Um, I want to talk about, because we brought, we kind of mentioned it and then we said we we're going to talk about it and then we didn't talk about it. Okay. Two things. I mean, they're pretty much related. Second puberty and weight gain. Okay. I have lots to say, but you go first. Second puberty was when the acne thing happened. Mm-hmm. Second puberty is when I went through weight loss instead of weight gain. Interesting. So it was it literally the opposite. First puberty, not that I didn't have acne, but it wasn't like that severe. And then yeah. I went through weight gain. And then the second one was pretty severe acne and then weight loss. Interesting. Interesting. Because in my case, first puberty, I don't think I gained that much weight the first time I, the first time I guess I went through puberty. I think that was just like, um, any changes I saw was mostly based on like changes in physical activity and diet, but not necessarily that because of the general way my body was changing in that phase of my life that I just automatically started gaining any weight. I think that was definitely second puberty because it's also because I got taller. I think that was a huge adjustment for me. Once I realized I got taller, because at first I was seeing the numbers on the scale be like higher than they ever were. And I was incredibly confused because I wasn't doing anything that differently. I thought I was eating better if anything. So then I was like, wait a minute, like, what is this? Like, I, I don't understand what's going on. And then when I finally measured myself and I realized that I was like an inch and a half taller than I was before, I stopped beating myself up over it because I guess what I... It's a strange thing because I think the weight gain came before the the growth spurt. So then my weight started going up pretty much rapidly. At least that's what it seemed like to me. And then my height hadn't caught up, hadn't caught up yet. So then I was just like, wait, like, wait, what is this? I didn't ask for this. Mm-hmm. And then I had the growth spurt and I guess it's somewhat evened out, but it's been a huge like change in mindset for me to have to like be able to look at the number and be like, you're fine. Like you're, you're healthy. It's okay. Like don't fret it so much. Cause I've never seen that number on a scale before. And that, that like literally freaked me out and almost sent me literally like becoming like addicted to the gym and like literally yeah. putting everything out of my refrigerator. It was a, it was a tough adjustment. I don't know. I guess I'm more content with how second puberty went than first puberty. Um, Lots of things change, things increased. Yes. In some places that I would prefer it didn't, but it did nonetheless, and I can't change it. But I think I'm much more happy with second puberty than first puberty because first puberty, as I said, made me want to jump off of a cliff. But second mm-hmm. puberty was kind of like, we can work with this. Yeah. I definitely think it also has to do with like the age that it happened at. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, the amount of knowledge that we had or lack thereof, you know, when we were younger. So definitely, I think it's that like, you know, weight gain girl, I could have had a badonk donk if, you know, at 14, if if I knew how to like work with it, you get me? Yeah. Like work with the weight gain and like, you know, like I could have been, I could have been bulked up. You get me? I don't know, you know, but, um, obviously I didn't have that knowledge back then of like, Oh, like working out and doing this and doing that. And, you know, and, um, yeah, I think it mainly had to do with that and just like how conscious you are of yourself 
like lot like back then we were super insecure with everything we were like so insecure with everything that we kind of just like put ourselves in that mental block of like there's nothing we can do about it Mm -hmm. I just have to live like this but like now we're we're a little bit more like "Mm, I don't like this by myself yeah I will do everything I possibly can to change it you get me yeah I think it's just that also shift in like mentality I agree I think if this growth spurt or the weight gain had happened when I was like 14, 15, like freshman year of high school, I definitely do not think I would have handled it as well as I did now. Yeah. And despite all these changes, because for me, second puberty happened within a shorter time span than first puberty. Because I think that it took me a lot longer to see results. Like, of course, it happened over the course of like middle school into freshman year of high school. Everything that I saw change in my body with second puberty pretty much happened between like August of last year and about May of this year was when Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, like very different. So, and I handled it. I'm very proud of myself for handling it very well. Mm -hmm. So I do agree. There's definitely been a lot of growth and stability and, and security, I think as well. That's made all the difference. I agree. Yes. I have to ask you your final question before you okay. must sadly depart. I think I am pretty happy with this question. Um, <laughs> yeah, I put a lot of effort into this. I know you did. I, I wish we were a little bit more higher on energy for yeah. this one and probably a little bit more organized. We were kind of a mess. But I think, as I said, it's authentic. It's raw, you know? Yeah. It's, Definitely this is what all ourselves. of our conversations sound like. If anything, it's even usually more disorganized than this. Because I don't even have notes in front of me when we start talking. That is true. Yes. My question, though, is mm-hmm. do you feel like who you are now lives up to the version of yourself you dreamed of when you were younger? I love this. Tell me that. Tell me that didn't hit. That was good. I thought about that a lot, actually. Me too. Um, but go. Especially... It's so funny that you bring that up, though, because I was literally thinking about that the other day. Really? Um, yeah. And um, first of all, I'm alive. So that's just like a plus one. Why would you say that? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think I was going to make it past 16, dude. So you know what? Making it to 19 with plans for the future, that's like a pretty oh. good... I mean, <laughs> well, I am very happy about that. That exceeded my expectations, but um, yeah, I think that there's so much about me now that, like, that I think that if I, I, if it was ever a possibility to speak to little 12, 13 year old me, mm-hmm. she would be ecstatic. Like, she would literally be so, like, she would be freaking days out of her mind right now <laughs> and she was able to like see me in the way that I am now and be like oh my god you're alive and you know <laughs> everything else yeah other things that I've been able to do and accomplish that obviously I don't give myself enough credit for now yeah I probably would if I saw myself but um I don't know I think for the most part no oh my god no <laughs> Um, but for the most part, I think I did physically, I think that a lot of the things physically right now are things that I probably was like expecting Mm. to happen when I was younger, like hoping for it to happen. And it did. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think just, um, career wise, 
She might be a little disappointed in me. I think oh 13 year old me thought she was she was going to go into that. She thought she was going to be a Hollywood actress, dude. Um, We've been working on this. You know, we're working on it. Or at least I was working, working on, on this. <laughs> I'm working on it. You will be a very famous producer director and wow. I will be a licensed therapist. therapist. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> you know, but um, yeah. Socially, she's probably gonna be real disappointed. Oh my god! Literally, me. That was about to, I think. I think that that's the one point in my life that she'll probably be like, "Is this who we are? Why has nothing changed? <laughs> Why has nothing changed? I thought you would have had a boyfriend or two by now. I thought you. I don't know if I expected all of that for myself. I'm not gonna lie. By the time I was 19, dude, I literally thought that like half my romantic like dreams and shit would happen by the time I was 16 and they did not I'm 19 and nothing has happened that's true that's true I guess I have hope for my 20s for my 20 because if I go past my 20 oh my god if I go if I go past 20 the way that I am now that cliff behind (laughs) me look we might just need to go bungee jumping without the strings oh my god this is all jokes. All I just want to like <laughs> well intentioned trigger warning. Yes. And like a disclaimer. I'll try to remember to put those in. If not, you need to remind me. But I, I guess in my will. case, I I feel like I did and I did it. I did and I didn't expect a lot from myself. I think in a physical sense, I had like a lot of overblown expectations. As I said, things that probably weren't genetically possible. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I guess in some ways I'm Young me would be a little bit disappointed, but it's it would also just be like a very grounding experience if I if twelve year old me could see me now because it's like okay wait yeah like that's just how genetics work. I think I could save myself a lot of heartbreak if I could go back in time and just see myself. Yeah. Um. In a romantic sense, I do and I don't agree. I think I expected things to happen to me, but I didn't think that like I was worthy of those experiences at that time of my life because my self confidence was literally six feet below ground. But yeah. but I think she'd still be a little bit disappointed. <laughs> she'd be like, damn, baby, still single? Like, why? what are you doing? Like, get what it together. What are we doing? So in that sense, I do agree. She might be a little bit like, is this who I am? Get it together. Is what I'm capable of? Um, I don't know. I, 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 I do and I don't agree with what you said about the, the 20 deadline. My 20 deadline is faster approaching than yours. So lot less time to make things happen so I've, I've come to terms with the fact that it's gonna have to be 20s and not 20 that sucks um i don't know 20 20 i'm talking about like the night before i turned 21 <laughs> it better have happened or else but you literally like mind you you have like nine months i have i like, said the night before i turned 21 that's two years from oh, now 21 the okay, night I before I can work with 21. I couldn't work with 20. The deadline is the night before I turned 21. It better have happened by then. Okay. Well, by then I can 11, so we can go just whoosh. What? Whoosh. What are we doing whoosh for? In the car. Oh. Whoosh. Okay. Off the cliff. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we mean i'm, I'm sorry i'm a little slow right now <laughs> yeah 
This episode is going to be long. Huh? This episode's going to be long. Not longer than usual. I'm a talkative person. Once I start, I might as well just like, I have to keep going. We we have one brain cell combined. So this is like just <laughs> us. <laughs> well, I mean, we're pretty much at the end. So I mean, we're allowed to talk as much as we want. I guess that's true. Yeah. Any questions for me? Any topics you want to bring up? I think we should give advice. I think we talked a lot about our personal problems and then we're just like, y'all need to figure it out. So any, <laughs> any words of advice? Um, if you hate yourself. <laughs> you start the- <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, y'all. Anyway, <laughs> if you hate yourself, just consider changing perspective, which sounds easier than it is you know yeah. it's so easy to just be like oh, it's just your mentality and yeah. I get that because when I was in the like like in the deep of it you get me I was like whenever I heard that I was like you are literally the dumbest person alive shut up <laughs> do not talk to me ever again you get me and after actually going through with it and like doing that mm-hmm. I'm like dude seriously it was one of the best things to ever happen to me yeah it's all about perspective and your mentality and obviously like I said it is not an easy thing to change however when you do it is so freaking worth it it's like the best thing you could possibly do another piece of advice literally no one cares as much as you think they care oh that is 110 percent no one notices the things that you notice either truly they do not um so don't even worry about it. And my third and last piece of advice, everyone wants to sleep with you. So oh walk around like the sexy little person you are yeah. and live your Own life. It. Live your life. Don't have yeah. any regrets. I, actually, I, totally, I totally agree on the point of regrets. Don't let, don't let yourself keep yourself back from doing the things and pursuing the things that you want to. 100% because I do have a lot of regrets about how I let insecurity stop me from doing certain things. But I would rather regret doing something than regret never doing it. 100%. Depending on the thing. <laughs> of course, depending on the thing. Like, We're just... talking in like a legal sense, of course. Yes, 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 yeah. yes. I'm not talking about, we, we're not talking about regretting from behind the bars for 30 years. <laughs> we're talking about <laughs> basic stuff. Yes. I don't know. I feel like trying to think if I have any advice to offer because I really do just sit here and, and complain a lot and spill my my problems to the internet and then just be like, okay, I'll go figure it out. Bye now. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess I think another thing that for me though is okay, one big thing is that insecurity is natural. So like don't even don't beat yourself up for feeling insecure either, even if other people around you seem really confident not everyone runs on the same like schedule. It will be your time eventually, even if that time is not right now. So it might be really hard to look at maybe your friends and be like, oh, but they look so much better than me. They feel so much better about themselves. You'll get to that point yourself. Cause I've totally experienced that being like, okay, like, is it my turn yet? And it took like six years for it to be my turn, but it is my turn. And I feel a lot better. Mm-hmm. And I think the change in mentality will happen naturally. I think you should actively work on it as well, but it will eventually happen just as you grow, as you experience different things in life, your perspective on yourself and on others and your situation will indeed change just as you get older. So, I mean, there's that to look forward to, even if you're having trouble working on it actively. 
Um, but yeah, you grow out of it. Honestly, like you grow out of so much and I don't know. It's, I think it's just all a part of life. Like I think puberty just sucks in general. Um, I think middle school sucks. And to me, I equate the two, those mm-hmm. middle school to me represents like a transition period. It represents puberty. And I think that's gross. So yeah, it's, it's just something you have to go through like every other person. Some people have better experiences than others, but that's just how life is. That's all. Exactly. 100%. I agree with everything you just said. Yes. Thank you. I appreciate it when you agree with me. Any final words? I think that's all for me. All right. I think At that's for today. Too. I feel like that, that advice might've been like garbage, but it was something. It was something. I think it was good. I think it was good. good. Okay. All right. Well, that has been the Untitled Podcast, and that has been your host, Crystal. Thank you, and good night. <laughs>